Hello friends and welcome to the show. So this episode, I'm gonna be talking about how Joe Biden is violating the establishment clause of the first amendment by bribing clergy to push a government sponsored message. You know, when you watch YouTube and there's a little box in the corner that says, this video contains a paid sponsorship. Well, Joe Biden is attempting to do the same thing, but without that little box in the corner. So you're not gonna know if your priest, pastor, rabbi, etc is pushing a government or is pushing government propaganda. And that is a problem. That is a direct violation of your constitutional liberty. But before we get started, how much you smash that like button, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and leave a comment down below. It really helps with the algorithm. Let's get started with what Jen Sackley, what Jen Sackey is circling on today. Depending on what poll you look at, about half of Republican men um, say they won't be getting the vaccine. Experts say that a major reason that any group would be um, hesitant, vaccine hesitant, would be because of trust. I think it's probably fair to say that President Biden and the administration um, has a long way to get this kind of this group to trust him. Two questions. What has the administration's research found about why this group is so entrenched? In vaccine hesitancy, there's a lot of talk about black and brown people who found that that's not exactly true. They're not more hesitant than anyone else. Yeah. And outside of the we can do this campaign, how does the administration plan to reach this group? Well, first we recognize uh, that that the president, that all of us may not be exactly the right messengers for some of these audiences. And what we've actually seen through our data and research is that um, it's not always famous people and often not uh, famous people like the president or she just called the president famous. She's trying to say he's just as famous as LeBron James or Donald Trump. That is laughable. Or athletes or former elected officials who are going to reach any group who are hesitant or have concerns about the vaccine hesitancy or safety. So this is the reason why a big part of our funding and our approach to our public campaign is actually for local groups and organizations. Some of those may be civic groups, some are clergy. Uh, there's a role that clergy and different faith groups and organizations can certainly play. And some of these are just simply local doctors. So she kind of glosses over that. They want to bribe clergy to push a message to help curb vaccine hesitancy. Do you see the problem with that? So today it's vaccine hesitancy. Next year could be, hey, pastors such and such. So I live in San Antonio. One of the mega churches in San Antonio is Cornerstone Christian Church. I believe that's what it's called. And their pastor is John Hagee, I believe. So this year they say, hey, John Hagee, we need you to push this message. We'll give you $5 million to help curb vaccine hesitancy. The revenue of Cornerstone Church may be $5 million. So he's like, whoa, I'm going to double, double my revenue just for pushing a 30-second message every time I give, uh, give a sermon. Oh, well, that's fantastic. You're talking about making hundreds of thousands of dollars a minute, essentially. And then next year they're going to come back and say, hey, John Hagee, we're going to give you $5 million if you push this gun buyback program. Or you're telling me I'm going to make hundreds of thousands of dollars to convince my congregation to sell their weapons back to the government? Man, that's super easy. And then the next time around, it's going to be, hey, John Hagee, we'll give you $5 million to say to vote for Joe Biden again. Oh, you're saying I'm going to make hundreds of thousands of dollars for 
every minute to essentially push a political message. Oh well, I'm gonna double my revenue because I don't want to. I don't want to lose half my revenue because at that point he's gotten a taste. His revenue has doubled from five million to ten million. So he's just gonna keep on keeping on with that governmental message. And there is the problem. The founding fathers recognized this threat to religion. So the First Amendment. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. And the key part is prohibiting the free exercise thereof, coercing a religious institution by bribing them with millions of dollars to push a message is prohibiting the free exercise thereof. That is a similar argument that was made by the states when the federal government essentially tied Medicaid funding or Medicare funding, Medicaid, Medicare. I confused the two. I'm going to say Medicaid from here on out, uh, essentially tying Medicaid funding to them adopting the ACA. And the states successfully sued the federal government saying, hey, you are violating our 10th Amendment right by tying federal funding to something that we disagree with. You can't do that. And the government is tying federal funding for these religious institutions to push a political message which is antithetical to the First Amendment. Or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Annotations. For the men who wrote the religion clause of the First Amendment, the establishment of a religion connoted sponsorship, financial support, and active involvement of the sovereign in religious activity. That's essentially what establishment is. Joe Biden wants to sponsor a message given by Pastor John Hakey. I'm going to continue with this example. Uh, wants to have a paid sponsorship given by Pastor John Hagee. So he's providing sponsorship and financial support for the active message of do X. That is antithetical to the First Amendment. However, and I think this is the argument that Joe Biden is going to use. However, the court's readings of the clause has never resulted in the barring of all assistance that aids, however, incidentally, a religious institution. Outside this area, the decisions generally have more rigorously prohibited what may be deemed governmental promotion of religious doctrine. Hey, we're not promoting religious doctrine. We're just combating vaccine hesitancy. There's a difference. But if you see half of a certain group of people who happen to be religious, who have hesitancy, you are now manipulating religious doctrine by having the leaders of faith push a political message. Financial assistance to church-related institutions. The court's first opportunity to rule on the validity of governmental financial assistance to a religiously affiliated institution occurred in 1899. The assistance being a federal grant for the construction of a wing of a hospital owned and operated by a Roman Catholic order that was to be devoted to the care of the poor. The court viewed the hospital primarily as a secular institution so chartered by Congress and not as a religious or sectarian body and thus avoided the constitutional issue. So, to give an example, if I was Joe Biden and I gave a local Catholic church $10 million to start a homeless shelter, that would be unconstitutional. I would be affecting their day-to-day -day operations. I would be providing sponsorship and financial support and active involvement in the sovereign of their religious activities, in their sovereignty of religious activity. 
that's violating the Establishment Clause of the Constitution. However, if that Catholic Church was already running a secular homeless shelter, which happened to be housed inside a Catholic Church, I could give them, I can give that homeless shelter $10 million because it has nothing to do with the religious activity. It has everything to do with housing the homeless. I'm not coercing a religious, act, uh, a religious institution to do something. I am funding something that they're already doing. And I'm not even funding the religious institution. I'm funding the secular arm of a religious institution. Because one of the one of the strings attached to this funding is that funding can't go to any religious activities. It can only be based in secular activity. So if you're housing homeless people, no matter their religious affiliations, no matter their gender or ethnicity, then money can go to them. But if they're only housing Catholics and they're praying and leading worship and all this in the homeless shelter, then federal funding cannot be given to that institution. There is the issue. You have Joe Biden wanting to bribe clergy to give a political message to alter their religious doctrine because a certain group of people are more hesitant or certain groups of people are more hesitant than others. And that violates the Constitution. I'm old enough to remember when people got hot and bothered when Donald Trump and the federal government basically gave PPP loans to churches because churches were shut down due to regulations passed down by the federal government. That is not a violation of the Establishment Clause. The only violation of the Establishment Clause would be the laws or mandates passed down by the federal government shutting down those churches. So the government basically just paid the churches. They compensated the churches for their loss in revenue, just like they would pay any other business. That is not a violation to the Constitution because there was no strings attached. They didn't say, hey, we're giving you this money and then also tell your people to vote for Trump. They didn't do that. They just said, hey, we're sorry that we're affecting your day-to-day -day operations and as a compensation for essentially ruining your business because churches are businesses or non nonprofit organizations, but they still operate in similar ways to businesses, right? We are negatively affecting your business, so we will compensate you. Due to our direct actions, we are harming your business. We're harming your nonprofit. And that's why the Trump administration paid PPP loans to religious institutions. However, when you have Joe Biden say, hey, I want you to take this $5 million check and then tell your people to do something that is a pay-for-play scheme. That is what quid pro Joe, quid pro quo Joe is all about. Tying money to push a message, to do something you would normally not do, like fire a prosecutor in Ukraine. Now it's having religious institutions push government propaganda. Just like religious institutions in the 40s, turn their blind eye, or push Aryan propaganda in Germany. So that's going to be it now, folks. I have some work appointments to do later in the day today. I may drop another video. If not, I'll see you all tomorrow. Have a good one. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a comment down below. Have a good one.